Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Markay more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Markay. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts, starts right now. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me today. I've got a local issue for you. Is my sideboard up by any chance? Okay, good. Well, take two. I've got a local issue for you. What is happening? Why does this always happen? I don't understand. These things should be playing on the radio. Well, never mind. Well, this is starting just like yesterday. I don't know. We need to do like some kind of new pre-flight check. I feel like uh, I feel like whoever's in charge of whoever whoever's in charge of the space force, we need them to come in here. And uh, it, it's been kind of one of those weeks. Uh, every day, every day we come in here, and there's some damn problem with the computers or the whatnot. And uh, it, it takes us a couple minutes. <laughs> we should really have like a pre-break. We should do a break at 10:50 or at 9:55, and then really start the show at 10 o'clock, so we can you know kick the tires and and hit the uh, hit the hood of the car and make sure that it's all oiled up and everything's everything's good to go. Uh, what anyway? Here's the deal. We don't have a lot going on today either. I'll be honest with you. The jobs report is good, even though they're reporting it's not as good as usual, which is typical. Even I was even laughing at the headlines here at the three big. It's like yeah, it's a smaller uh, job increase than usual, but they're still good. And we're still going to find good in it. And Donald Trump's approval rating is at fifty percent. Fifty percent keeps going up. It's weird. It goes down to like forty six or forty eight, and then it pops right back up to fifty, which is in, which is incredible percentage. Not just and you know a lot of people I've heard this say they you know they look at the Rasmussen report and they're like well Obama was just two points lower or Obama was just this. Well the difference is that Obama had a lot of help from the media bolstering him. He should have been higher. You know with all the positive press and all the positive energy coming out of the media for the former president, he should have been like seventy percent. You know, if I had somebody writing great stories about me all the time and getting on television and saying, God, Mark K is just amazing. Mark K is great. You should listen to Mark K. If I had if I had people tweeting all the time about how how amazing I was and how incredible I was making the the country and how open I was and how I was going to give. You know, if you handed out if I handed out free cell phones, I better have a 78 percent approval rating. But that didn't happen. The fact that and Donald Trump, not only does he not have positivity, he's got so much more increased negativity. And he's still at 50 percent. So it's going to be interesting to see going forward what any of these candidates, what any of these, what any of these, uh, what any of these people involved in the campaign, whatever any of the rainmakers, whatever any of the of the media personalities, what can they do? And what can the other candidates do? Because a big part of campaigning is not just building yourself up, but, of course, tearing other people down. And that's I mean, that's just the way that's politics. You got to get in people's head that the person that, that's running again, look, I mean, here's the thing. Even in our local race, we talked about this yesterday. Lenny Curry and Anna Brochet. Lenny Curry and Anna Brochet are running ads. They're so confusing, these ads. There's this one ad that Anna Brochet ran uh, about Lenny Curry. And then Lenny Curry took that ad and started his new ad with that ad. And at first I thought it was an Anna Brochet ad, but then it wasn't. It was a Lenny Curry ad that was that was attacking her for attacking him. And I was like, oh, my God, it's it's really I mean, it's getting confusing. It's really just getting confusing. Uh, so, like I said, I'll be glad when this I'll be glad when this election's over. Also, I'm going to miss all of the Jimmy Hill family members who call our show on a regular basis too. Thank you guys again for listening. 
But uh, the uh, the national election is going to be really tough because one of the things you have to do when you're running for any office is look at the people running against you and give the voters a, a give the voters really good reasons to not vote for that person. You need to be able to cut through to the heart of the matter and say, here's why you don't want this person to be the next president of the United States. Donald Trump was a genius at it. Low energy. He's low energy. Jeb Bush, low energy. He's not going to be a good president. He's low energy, right? And that was a little Marco. That was another one. I don't even know what little Marco meant, but little Marco was didn't get the little Marco couldn't even carry his big old state of Florida. Donald Trump won the primary here, and little Marco's from here. That's the kind of stuff that we're talking about, you know. I did. Why is it that Donald Trump called Marco Rubio little Marco, but didn't take the opportunity to call Chris Christie big Christie? I just, I'm just out of, out of curiosity. That doesn't make any sense. If I ever if I ever get to interview him, that's the first question I'm going to ask. Lion Ted Cruz. There's another one. Do you want a liar as president? No. Well, okay, great. This guy here, you know what they call him? Lion Ted Cruz. Nobody called him Lion Ted Cruz until Donald Trump came around. But guess what? That's what he's known for. And now they're besties. Now they're BFFs. Now they now they go down to the border together and they walk around and they tour. Because in in the long and the short of the political spectrum, they're not actually enemies. They were com- they were just they were they were competitors. And part of politics, just like if you are an athlete, your job is to run faster and longer than the other person. If you're a politician, your job is to run faster and longer and harder and throw more mud behind you while you're running than the people around you. And that's how you win. And the Democrats are going to have to start doing that. In fact, I believe they've already they've already started. They've already this whole resolution yesterday on the uh, on the House floor about what is hate speech. Don't think that this isn't going to come back and haunt some people because you had a lot of these candidates. You had a lot of people like uh, like Bernie Sanders and Kamala Harris and Cory Booker and Amy Klobuchar. They all came out in favor. They were like, look, this hate speech stuff, this stuff that Representative Omar is talking about. It's not hate speech. Come on. We're overreacting. And now what you're doing is is you're basically siding against Israel. You're siding against the Jewish community. This is all stuff. It's going to come back. I mean, it's going to come back and it's going to come back and haunt all of them. They're going to. And that's what's really exciting about this. I'm curious to see if the Democrats can sling as much mud as the Republicans did uh, back in 2016. And by Republicans, I mean Donald Trump. I'm curious to see who's going to be able to come forward. And there's rumors now that Joe Biden is going to be entering the race in April. Joe Biden has decided that April is when he's going to strap on his shoes and he's just going to and he's going to jump in with the resume. He's going to start running. He's going to start running. He's, he's ready to go now. After all the other people, all the other 13 people have announced and they've all they've all can you the dust is starting to settle. Bernie Sanders is already well underway. We've got, you know, the guy from Starbucks who's still kind of making up his mind, but I'm pretty sure he'll run as an independent. And now that all of that has kind of settled down, there's there's a lull in the story. There's a lull in the news cycle. You know, there's a good opportunity here for Joe Biden to get as much press and as much information and as much as much, you know, of the spotlight as he's as he's going to need. And a lot of people think he's going to need it. A lot of people think Joe Biden is old news, which, let's be honest, he is, he's old. I don't know if he's even news, but they're all old. I mean, there's very few there's very few viable candidates in this race that are not yeah, that are not old. I mean, Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders is the front runner right now. Bernie Sanders is 70, what do we say, 8, 79, something like that. He's old. He's old as the hills. And he's the he's the progressive candidate. Then you've got then you've got Joe Biden, like I said, who's going to start running. And he's not that young either. Probably the youngest candidates are the ones that are have the less like least likely chance of actually winning this thing on the left.
And so if you look at the, if you look at the race when it comes down to 2020, you're going to have Donald Trump, who's pushing 80, against Joe Biden, who's pushing 80, and Bernie Sanders, who's pushing 80, if they all last that long. 855-765-1045. And again, it's going to it's going to be the Democrats this time, which will be an interesting switch on stage, 11, 12 of them fighting, first of all. And that's the other thing, too. The first thing you have to do is get somebody to you have to get the news clip. You have to get the sound bite. You know, you have to be the one that says something. I don't know if you remember when when Ted Cruz uh, said, you know, I'd like to first of all talk. I'd like to talk to these debate moderators because you're saying, Donald Trump, are you a cartoon villain? Marco Rubio, do you hate this person? Blah, blah, blah. What's wrong with you? Why are you stupid? And that clip took off. That was genius. And that's why Ted Cruz was able to stay in the race as long as possible. So first, you're going to have to fight for the spotlight. And then when you get it, you're going to have to say something that people are going to want to play over and over and over again. Who's the candidate to most likely do that? Probably at this point, Bernie Sanders. I don't know that anyone else is going to say anything as weird or bizarre. I mean, he's the one that's already doing his little he's got his little YouTube channel where he talks about how the president, the president of the United States is a liar and a cheat. And it brings me no joy to say that. But really, it does. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. We, we got to take a quick break. We got some of your open mic messages coming up here in just a minute. We've got your, uh, we got the phones coming up. I hope if everything works, I'm going to start hitting buttons to see if everything's working. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. The Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, look, I think good news. I think I got everything working. I think let's let's see. It's Friday! Yay! Fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for watching on the Facebook. Thanks for listening too. Oh, we're almost up to 50 Twitch followers, which is like a magic number apparently. When you get 50 Twitch followers, there's like chests of gold that open up and halo. You get a halo or something, and uh, not the video game, an actual you know like angelic halo. Apparently, you become like a real person. They start sharing your feed and things like that. So if you have a Twitch account, if you're on Twitch, wander on over to Mark K on Twitch and uh, and like us. You can be the 50th Twitch follower, which I don't know. We should do so. We'll give you a T-shirt or something. Uh, if you become the Josh Slosh, which is Josh, uh, the other Josh, apparently that was his nickname before was the other Josh. He now is, uh, he now is our 49th follower. So we're going to, we're basically, we're manufacturing our own Twitch audience here. We're going to go around the building and just get everybody to sign up for Twitch real quick so that they can, uh, they can follow us anyway. And we, we broadcast on Twitch, on Facebook, on YouTube. We're on Periscope. We're everywhere. And of course we're on the radio, uh, which, you know, you know, because, well, you're, well, cause you're listening. 855-765-1045, uh, is the number. We're going to get the top. The big thing today is about this. Uh, your kids, I don't know if you know this or not, but your kids, you need to talk to them today because there's a good chance that they're planning on skipping school next week. And I'll get into that in just a minute. But first, I want to a uh, publicly congratulate WOKV because they got nominated for like a buttload of awards. I mean, again, and it's it's exciting. It's less exciting if you've actually been here because there are awards pl- like the whole hallway plus the old studio. Forget about it. You couldn't you couldn't see out the window. They blocked it off with awards. Uh, anyway, and, and so they got nominated yet again for like a plethora of awards, which is great. What's bad, <laughs> or not bad, but what's a personal pet peeve of mine is that Rich Jones sends out an email to the entire staff saying, hey, guess what? We got nominated for all these awards again. And then everybody, instead of replying just to Rich, saying, dude, great job. Congratulations. Your news team is the best. Their coverage is amazing. 
you know, awesome job. The 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 story they did at the uh, the shooting at the Jacksonville Landing got them nominated for this AP award, and and Stephanie Brown got nominated for her coverage of something or other. I didn't read that far, but it was really impressive. And so you you write to these people individually and say, Stephanie, awesome job. Rich Jones, you're you're the Mac Daddy. You know, Michael, uh, Michael, Mike Burrish. I call him Michael because we go way back. <laughs> I call him Mike, Michael Burrish. What a get in here. But you know, Mike Burrish got nominated for some coverage he did here on, on News 104. So this is exciting. What's not exciting is when you get five bajillion emails from people you didn't even know that worked here replying all because they want everyone to know that they are congratulating the news team as well. And that's exa- that's exactly what happens as soon as as soon as I never send out emails congratulating myself for anything, because, number one, I never do anything that actually warrants congratulations. And number two, I know how annoyed people get when their inbox just gets cluttered with every brown noser in the building going, congratulations, congrats. Oh, great job. We knew you could do it. We're all praying. And I'm like, oh, God, please. But we actually had a boss who's no longer with us. I mean, she's not dead. She just moved to a different company. But she actually she actually not only condoned it, but in, encouraged it. She was like, I love to see people publicly acknowledging each other and forget about it. When she worked here, you could I just I deleted my email account. I was like, there's no way there's, I can't get any actual work done. I mean, not that I actually I don't actually do any actual work. But, you know, you know, you know anyway, pet peeve of mine. Um, and the, the moral of the story is, though, congratulations once again, because you are listening to a, a station that has been a nom- uh, nominated for several AP awards for news broadcasting uh, and excellence. All right, there we go. Just don't email. <laughs> just send in an open mic message if you want to congratulate. But just don't, for the love of God, don't email. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. All right, so there's this big story going around. This isn't, a, And this is an international story. This isn't just local. It's not just national. It's international. That next Friday... Next Friday, at this very time, there will be supposedly a strike of students. They're planning to walk out of class on Friday, March 15th, the Ides of March, I might add, uh, to protest climate change. Students all over the country. I imagine that there will be some students here in Jacksonville. If uh, if, if you're listening in, in you know uh, southern Georgia, wherever you are. You know, Palatka, I know we have a lot of listeners from the west side. Wherever you are, there are students right now, you may or may not know this, but they are formulating a plan to be part of this mass walkout to show solidarity that students all over the world have regarding their future and the pending climate crisis, climate change. They are they are taking this bold action of getting up and walking out of school in mass around the globe as a way to save the planet. So they are uh there it's called the climate strike and it's a push to support get this the green new deal established by Congress. So now uh AOC I won't say her name because people get annoyed also it's much easier to say AOC but AOC has put forth this green new deal and now not only is it not only is it uh, not only is it ridiculously unfathomable but it's causing kids to to play hooky from school they're not even playing hooky they're going to school and then they're going to get up and then they're going to walk out 855-765-1045 i don't know if there's any kids listening right now because well you're probably in school but if you know of any if you know of any that are planning on doing all this uh give me a buzz 855-765-1045 or if your kid does this are you cool with it or are you gonna be like you get your butt back in school 855-765-1045 quick break more of the marque show coming up 
after the uh, the award nominated news. <laughs> I gotta wait till uh, I, wait. I probably shouldn't control my own microphone. Really, that's that's gonna break. We're not gonna get nearly as many awards next year because of my grunting in the in the background. Eight eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Happy Friday, by the way. Mike from Fleming Island wanted to say something quickly. Mike, how are you? What's up? Good. How are you doing? Doing great, man. What do you want to say? Well, you know the comment that you were making about the emails, everybody replying all because oh. they wanted a brown nose, etc. It's the worst. I, I, I think you're giving them too much credit. Uh, Probably. I think, mo- I think most people just hit the reply not realizing that it's a mass emailing and then everybody gets it and nobody really cares. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't think that's true. I think, I think they purposely hit re- the reply all. I think they know exactly what they're doing. I think they know that they, they, they want everybody to know that I and putting this other person in the radio station, and I really feel great for my coworkers, and I want you to know that. Whereas, really, if you if you want to congratulate somebody, you know what you do? You walk up to them and say, "Hey, I read that email about all the awards. Good job." You know, or or you know, you see them in the parking lot, or you just type them a little note. Hey, congrats. You know what I did? Well, I didn't do this, but I meant to, but I totally forgot. I just texted Rich, or I'm going to. In fact, hey Siri, text Rich Jones. Go do that and say, "Hey, congrats on all those awards." What do you want to say? Hey, Rich, congrats on all those award nominations, period. Great job, exclamation point. Your message to Rich Jones says, hey, Rich, congrats on all those award nominations. Great job. Ready to send it? Yes. See? And look, now okay. it's, it's yeah, it's much more personal, and nobody knows that I that I texted Rich Jones a little message of congratulations. It's just between me and him. Why? Well, and the, and the 143,000 people. Listening, Melanie from Jacksonville. How's it going, Melanie? Great. How's it going? Doing great. Uh, thanks so much for uh, thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say today? Yeah, uh, Duval County school kids are going to be home on the fifteenth because it's spring break. Oh, it's spring break next week. Yes, actually, oh. it starts today. So they don't even have school home. next Friday on March fifteenth when they're having the big uh, climate strike. No, sir, not here. Oh man, they're going to be at the beach partying. That's good. That is a hey. Thanks so much for the call. That is a that is a poorly timed climate strike. You can't have kids get up and walk out of school when they're at the beach doing shots and funneling beer and running around in their bikinis and doing God knows what. Who can? This is you know you you climate strikers. If you're going to do a climate strike, you don't do it during spring break. Although you know what? Actually, now that I think about it. Now that I think about it, maybe that's a great time to do it because they can now report that every single student in Duval County skipped school on February on uh, March 15th, on Friday, March 15th, to take part in the climate strike. Maybe that's maybe that's genius. Actually, they can say we had 100 percent of Duval County school kids participate in the climate strike. Eight eight five five seven six five. 1045 is the number. 855 765 1045 is the number. Joel in Jacksonville, what's up, man? How are you? 
good, uh, good morning. My thunder just got stolen, unfortunately, so maybe all the kids could get together and go on strike and make spring break be pushed back a week simply so they could get up and walk out of class next week. Oh, you know what they could, should do? If you really, here's the thing, kids. If you're listening, here's what you do. Instead of going out and partying on spring break, go to school. Do it like a reverse strike. Say, we care about the environment so much, we are sacrificing our time away from school, and we're going to go sit in school even though it's closed. That would show me that you actually care about the Green New Deal and the climate and your future and all that kind of stuff. We have a, a lot of people on the uh, – we have a lot – and, you know, there's other counties like St. John's County, I believe, they're in school. You know, Clay County schools, do they all coincide? What schools are actually on spring break? We should probably have this information handy. The other Josh, Google quickly to see which other schools – because we have what? We have Clay. We've got uh, St. John's County. We've got, like – what's the other one I'm missing? There's Nassau. There's, like, Alachua or something. I don't even know if we hit Orange County. But there's tons of other counties, and they don't all – uh, they don't all coincide. They don't all have the same exact spring break. Plus, there's private schools. You know, for example, as bowls on spring break. Uh, you know, my kids you go to a, a school that's not on spring break till after Easter. So we have like a really they definitely could protest. Only they're not going to because number one, they're way too young. They have no place to go. And number two, they don't care. <laughs> they they know better than to do anything that the Democrats tell them because you know I love my kids and I teach them appropriately in the home. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. But we do have a lot of people on Facebook saying if my kid did that, if my kid got up and walked out of school to protest climate change, they wouldn't be able to sit for a week. If my kid did that, uh, you know I'm paying taxes so those kids can learn, and now they're going to get up and waste my tax. That's a great point. We should all get a tax refund for the day that the kids walk out of school because we're paying for those schools, we're paying for the teachers to teach them, and if the kids get up and leave, we should get some kind of deduction for that. I'm going to bring that up with my accountant. 855-765-1045. This is Chris from Amelia Island. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hey, Mark. You know what? I'm so glad to have someone on the radio that's got some common sense and good judgment. Thank you for that, first off. Oh, you're welcome. I'm a throwback... Hey, I'm a throwback from the 60s, you know, and, and we had that whole ecology thing. We even create a, a, a green and white little peace symbol with an extra line in there to, you know, signify the ecology. And, you know, the earth is surviving quite well. And, you know, okay, I'm glad that these kids have at least something to look forward to. But I think they really need to spend more time in class and, and understand what climate are they actually protesting or or getting and walking out on? I mean, half of them don't even know how many states are are in the United States or what their capitals are, they let alone even, what their climate conditions are. You know what the most? You know what the most? Uh, I think the number one most missed question on any civics exam in our school system is who's the vice president of the United States? Something like seven out of eight kids can't tell you who the vice president of the United States is. Which is, you know, which is troubling, which is troubling, especially for Mike Pence, because he probably wants to be president. With no. <laughs> but, you know, they know what kind of cell phone they use. And I guess my question is, they're so worried about climate control and changes. You know, my question is, is when they get a new phone, are they worried about what happens to the battery from their old phone and what it's doing to our environment? No, of course not. No, there's they, look, there's and thanks so much for your call. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the for, thanks for the kind words about the show. It's it's selective protesting. It's selective protesting. They're not going to stop using their iPhones. They're not going to stop driving. You know, they're not going to turn off the. In fact, John, who's uh, watching on Facebook, he just wrote me. He said, "How much energy will be wasted when the doors are propped open for the students to walk out? The AC will have to work even harder," which is true. Plus, it's going to be cooling a school that's empty. So you're, you you waste a lot of energy 
you waste a lot of energy when you strike. I mean, striking is not good for the environment, ironically, and they're and they're striking for climate. Plus, they're all going to get in their cars. You know, they're going to drive around. That's what, that's what the kids, half the kids, they just want a day out of school. They're like, yeah, if we're going to get up and walk out, done. Climate change, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what that is, but if if it keeps me out of uh, my geometry test, no problem. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is uh, Trina from St. John's County. How you doing, Trina? I'm good. How are you? Great. What do you know about spring break? St. John's County, next Friday, Teachers Planning Day, and the following week is spring break. So St. John's uh, school bus in St. John's County. So St. John's County's out next Friday too. Correct. Who, Teachers Planning Day. Who planned this protest? They suck at it, man. This is the worst. Don't they, though? Who plans a school walkout during spring break? That is the dumbest thing. They must be, this must be, this must, these must be, these must be uh, Democrats that are planning. Something tells me they're behind this. 855-765-1045. Let's have a protest. Let's have students walk out to to promote climate change, and let's do it when there's no kids in school. Uh, Doc, what's up, Doc? How are you? Marquette. You guys don't realize y'all found what they were planning on doing. Uh, they knew everybody was off next Friday, so they were going to try to just make it as what happened that the kids took off like that. But yeah. there wasn't no school plan for next week. But my thing is, if my son did take off, I would spank his butt so bad. But with the Democrats, they'll put you in jail for spanking your child, but yet they want to kill a baby out of the womb. They'll kill a baby. But they'll put you in jail for spanking a child. Yeah. This, these guys are so backwards. I also, they already knew that day was off. No, and I also don't understand. I mean, they want – here's the other thing, too. They want uh, they want free college for everybody. They want all these students to get to go to college for free, and then they're promoting them walking out of high school. So where's the – hey, we're going to send you to college for free, but you're probably not going to get there because you keep skipping school in high school. 855 765 one oh four five is the number. Oh, we went we went long. Uh, well, we've got to take a quick break. Uh, eight five five seven six five one oh four five. We have time. Rich Jones is here. Did you get my text? Hey Siri, text message Mark K. Thank you. Oh, of course my. Oh, of course your volume's down. down. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you ain't, he ain't gonna win any awards, folks. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. Quick break. We'll be right back. It's the Mark K. Show on News one oh four point five WOKV. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We're getting we're getting reports of more students being out of work or out of work out of school next week. Uh, it appears St. John's County, Duval County. We're working on getting the complete list of which schools will be able to take part in this protest. Um, the other Josh is working diligently on that. Bill from St. Simons Island, Georgia, is here. Uh, Bill, thanks for calling. What do you want to say? Hey, Mark. Uh, just uh, first of all, the Earth is what four billion years old or something like that. Is that right? The Earth. Yes. Yeah. Something. I was. Yeah. I was. I was really young when it was created, so I don't remember something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm older than you, so I was just a knee pan. Oh, okay. Perfect. But, but anyway, the point is, there have been several ice ages during the Earth's history. The last ice age ended eleven thousand years ago. Right. Which sounds like a lot, but if you compare that to four billion, it's what? No. Not even a snap of the finger. Not. Not even. So my point, obviously, is that, okay, so the Earth is warming up. But the fact of the matter is, mankind hasn't got a cotton-picking thing to do with it. I think maybe God has something to do with it. And, oh, by the way, who says that the Earth warming up is a bad thing? Yeah. So you see my point. These people that believe in man-made global warming have their heads somewhere where they probably ought not to be and are just ignorant. Um, 
So I hope that helps. Do you see the point? Yeah, no, and you're right. I mean, look, it, it, it's very cyclical. There's, you know, and there's there's been stories. There were stories about, uh, you know, the ice caps melting, and what happened was people said the ice, the polar ice caps are melting, and we know they're melting because there's tree stumps underneath. And everyone said, well, how did the tree stumps get there? Well, obviously there were trees there before there was ice, so it's cyclical. And there are tons of ice ages. There's the, there was the original Ice Age, there was Ice Age, the meltdown, uh, there was Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, Continental Drift, all, you know, Collision Course, I wasn't a big fan of that one, but, you know, but all of them, uh, you know, they come and they go, and, and the Earth, you know, they, the Earth warms up, and the Earth cools down, and, and sometimes bad things happen, and comets to kill all the dinosaurs, and, you know, all that stuff. Jim, oh, hold on, Jim, I'm going to back on hold there, because you're traveling under the St. John's River, apparently. Jacob from Jacksonville, how are you? Hey, good, Mark. How are you? Good, Jacob. What do you want to say? Hey, I wanted to say something. Yeah. Uh, it's on Friday, March 15th, right? The protest, yes. It's the... an international, international event. It's an international but, event, yeah. Yes. Most schools uh, all over the world, like in, in the Middle East, in Europe, and Africa, they don't have schools on Fridays anyways. They're off on Fridays because it's uh, Muslim Day. They're always off on Fridays. Uh, we, we, you go to school on Saturday, but you're off on Friday and Sunday. Oh, so so that is not even going to work uh, even in the Middle East or uh, Africa and Europe. (laughs) Well, here's the thing about the Middle East and Africa is that the climate there never changes. (laughs) So they don't they don't care at all. It's like you walk outside, you're like sunny, hot, dry. Yeah, typical. Hey, they're they're begging for climate change in the Middle East. Hey, thanks for the call. Susan, Susan, please, God, let it rain. Susan from Jacksonville. How are you? I'm good. Um, I just want to make a couple of quick. Point. And this is not just about liberals. This is a lot of people. Okay, got it. Doesn't it. make any sense. Doesn't make any sense that people who think that it's inhumane to give somebody the lethal injection who has committed a heinous murder, but they don't have a problem with murdering a child, an innocent child coming out of the womb, for one. And um, the other one is that. Uh, uh, Oh, that's my whole train of thought. Oh, well. Oh, well. That's the main point I wanted to make. All right. No, hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Look, my, my thought train gets derailed all the time, too. 855-765-1045. Jimmy's in Pennsylvania. Jimmy, thanks for calling the Mark Show. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, we all got school Friday still. Where are you? In uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, you're in No, I know, but Pennsylvania's okay. <laughs> good. Uh, right outside of Philly. All right, you're right outside of Philly. So you guys have to, when's your spring break? Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure. <laughs> we got March Madness starting next Friday, though. My yeah. kids are playing in the, in the basketball, so uh, I know we got school. Okay, all right. So you got school on, on March the 15th. Are you planning to get up and walk out to combat or to protest climate change? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> 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 all right, thanks. Thanks. Uh, hey, thanks. We appreciate you calling in, Jimmy, from Philly. Oh, also, thanks for your uh, quarterback. We're going really, we're gonna, we're gonna to really enjoy that. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> That's weird. The Mark K Show. Hell no. 855-765-1045 is the number. Quick break. We'll be right back after the news on News 104.5 WOKV. Got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. 
local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I don't know about you. I'm excited about that Margaritaville Hotel on Jack's Beach. That's going to be awesome. Uh, I saw the uh, I saw the plan for it. They've already broken ground. They're going to build it up, and then they've got all around the uh, all around the outside. They've got a thin line of salt, which is going to be. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our. We're talking a lot about this. Uh, there's this planned protest, and it's an international protest by students against climate change. They hate climate change. They're scared for their lives. AOC and the Green New Deal have gotten them all freaking out. So they think, oh my God, we've got to save the planet. We've got to do something to save the planet. How do we save the planet? I've got it. Let's all get up and walk out of school at the same time on a Friday. Problem is, here in Duval County and St. John's County, there's no school next Friday. Spring break, y'all. And uh, some guy called in and said internationally a lot of other countries don't have school on Friday either because it's a it's a holy day or a, a religious day of, 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 you know, atonement or I don't know what it is. But they don't have school. When I was in college, I didn't have school on Fridays, mostly because I slept through my glasses because we'd party Thursday night. But that's a whole that's a whole other story. 855-765-1045. Brian in St. John's County. How you doing? Hey, Mark, I already know how you're doing because I've heard you say it 12 times. But <laughs> Perfect. the reason for climate change is because we live on a spinning planet. Mm. If, you don't wanna, if you don't want climate change, have Elon Musk send you to the moon because there's no climate up there. Why? Because it doesn't spin. That is a good point. That is a good point. Uh, although, you know what's going to happen now is we do have some flat earthers who are going to call in. And they're going to debate the fact that we live on a spinning ball uh, because they don't feel it that way. Bill uh, from Orange Park. How are you, Bill? I'm all right. Good. What's up, man? What did you want to say? No, I just wanted to find out why CPAC, the, the Republican CPAC, doesn't campaign very vigorously during the primaries so we can get those four Republicans that are being a thorn in the president's butt. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about Paul and Tillis and the two women. Okay. Get, so- get them out of office. Get them out of all. Okay, uh, what, so what do you think CPAC's going to do about that? Well, like I said, they could put their money in their in their ground game against them during the primaries. Yeah, I mean, maybe they, then Ron Paul, will, maybe Paul will be able to get his hair done right. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know about that, but maybe. I mean, maybe. Look, yeah, there's a lot of people that are upset because uh, because Ron Paul and uh, you know what's her name and what's her name um, from Maine and the other ones from Yeah, remember exactly right. And they all are. They all are going to vote with the Democrats in the Senate against the president's resolution that there's an emergency at the border and he uh, can divert funds to build the wall. You know what the biggest problem Mr. Trump had? You tell me. He ran against 16 other people, and 15 of them went back to Congress to be a thorn in his butt. Yep. (laughs) I can't wait for the Democrats to have all them people and see who wins and see how many go back to Congress and really stick it to whoever wins that Democratic primary. Yeah, no, hey, thanks so much for calling. We we appreciate it. I, I mean... It, look, and that is one of the dangers. Although I will say this, the people that went back to Congress, I mean, really, let's say Marco Rubio, who, as far as I know, has not voted against Donald Trump on a lot of issues. And Ted Cruz, who, like I said before, they're BFFs, especially when it comes to border security. Who else? Jeb Bush is doing nothing. Chris Christie, he's just drinking tequila with Stephen Colbert on late night TV. Uh, God, who else was there? The guy from Ohio. He's still just the guy from Ohio. So, I mean, I don't I don't think a lot of those people Rand Paul. Yeah, he's ironically Rand Paul. And you know he could go either way. 
A lot of Rand Paul, you have to keep in mind, too, and a lot of people mistakenly label him a Republican, and he's not. And he's the first person that'll tell you that he's a he's a hardcore do or die libertarian. And he doesn't want anybody really doing anything. He just wants to live his life, make his money. And he wants the government to I don't even know what he wants the government to do. I guess just write his, you know, pay his salary and that's it. But Rand Paul is a, a hardcore, uh, you know, and you can call it whatever you want. Constitutionalist, uh, you know, originalist, whatever. But he's a libertarian. He's all about personal liberty. And he does see this as a government money grab by the executive branch. So, of course, he's going to stand in Donald Trump's way. I will say this about Rand Paul. I like the fact that he was the first person, well, really the first the first prominent person to realize Donald Trump for what he was, which was the clear cut winner of the Republican presidential um, nominating process. And he bowed out early. He saw the writing on the wall. I think he was in for one debate, maybe two. Maybe it was just one. He saw what happened in that first debate, and he declared Donald Trump to be the winner and backed out because he knew it would be a waste of everyone's time. And he went back to to, the, to uh, Congress, to the Senate, and he said, I'm just going to go back and be a senator from Kentucky. And, you know, ain't you people lucky. But for the most part, he's with Donald Trump on a lot of these other issues. Now, Murkowski and the other ones, they, they're, they're basically, I mean, and they do live in highly Democratic districts. I don't know how half of them got elected in the first place. They do have a lot more riding on it, but they'll be the first ones usually to throw the president under the bus. They'll be the first ones. Rand Paul, you know, it's a crapshoot with him because he's not a Republican. But he's, I'll be honest with you, more Republican at times than a lot of other Republicans. But, yes, in this position, he's a thorn in the president's butt. Hey, thanks thanks so much for calling. Russell. Uh, Russell, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing today? Great, Russell. What do you want to say? Well, there's, there are two things, if I may. Uh, one is... Uh, on this global warming nonsense, one of the things you never hear anymore is this subject that was going to destroy the world in the eight and 1980s, and uh, it was acid rain. Um, you know, the uh, carbonics were going to wash out of the air and destroy all the plants. Yeah. And we were going to you know, die from the uh, carbon dioxide. Yeah, no, I remember. It. There was a commercial where literally there was rain falling from the sky, and when it hit the ground, it would go like and sizzle like bacon. I remember that commercial. Scared the, scared the you-know-what out of me. Uh, right. And, well, that's that's what the tactics are to get, yeah. get all your money. Yeah. Uh, but uh, – and then on a, on, the, on a second note, if I could, the you know the jobs report came in low. Um, didn't Donald Trump say that if, uh, you know, if they shut the government down, it would uh, uh, slow the uh, jobs growth down? Yeah, I mean, look, the, the jobs report is the jobs report is such a non-story. Hey, thanks for the call, by the way. The jobs report is such a non-story because basically the jobs report came out and there was job growth. However, the two years that Donald Trump has been in office, this is the lowest job growth. So, so the the, the big story with the jobs report is, well. It's positive, but it's not as positive as it has been in prior months. So that's basically a negative. Two positives, you know, two positively charged ions makes negative. So it's positive, but it's not as positive or negative. I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't, like I, I pointed this out earlier, school wasn't really my thing. But, but that's basically the spin on it today. If, you know, it's not the best jobs report jo- Donald Trump has ever had. So it's got to be an A. Something's wrong. And, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is you piggyback on that, the presidential approval approval rating, which is at 50 percent, which I mean, it's you 50 percent, which is ridiculous. It's a ridiculously high number. It's a ridiculously great accomplishment for a president who everybody continues to say 
is losing. I read it. Drudge Report yesterday. It said swamp. There was a picture of Donald Trump. It said swamped. And I go, oh, what what the heck is this now? And I click on the link and I go to a story and it's talking about how Donald Trump is has had a, a week's worth of, of big losses. He lost on North Korea. Because he had to come back. He lost with the Michael Cohen hearing. He lost with this. Manafort's about to get sentenced. Manafort, by the way, only got sentenced to two years. Not even. So, I mean, yes, he's facing more. Whatever. But the fact of the matter is they're listing all of these losses that Donald Trump has. And then they come out with a jobs report that's positive, And he's got a presidential approval rating of 50%. He's the front runner to win the presidency in 2020 on both sides of the aisle. He's the only one with uh, that much of a that much of a, uh, an approval rating across the board. He's the only one with name recognition. He's the only one with a record, a record of getting things done. Of all the people who are running for president, only one of them has ever won a presidential election. Only one of them knows what it takes to be president. It's not Joe Biden. Joe Biden never won a presidential election. He just showed up and let them put his name on the banner. It's not Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders literally lost an election just two years ago, and he did it with overwhelming support from the younger members of his party. He did it with overwhelming support uh, from the social media aspect of his party. He did it with overwhelming name recognition and a groundswelling. Of 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 guerrilla tactics, he had such a fantastic uh, you know positioning in place and an army of supporters and and millions of dollars that came in one dollar at a time. One just send one dollar. That's all. He should have been the Democratic nominee, but he lost. So now he's going to come back and and beat Donald Trump, the only person running who's ever actually won a presidential election. I'll tell you, these next few years, I'm so excited. I am so freaking excited. 855-765-1045. I may, I'm so excited I may walk out of school next Friday. 855-765-1045 is our number. Quick break. We'll be right back. It's the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. My name's Marque. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. So kind of sad news. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent died. And, of course, the other Josh looked at me and said, who's that? And I was like, dude, come on, airball. Jan Michael Vincent. Uh, he was 74. Apparently, um, apparently he suffered something or other. Anyway, we will, he was Stringfellow Hawk on Airwolf. That's what it was. But, yeah, everyone, all the women dug Jan Michael Vincent. So, yeah, look, we got Alex Trebek with cancer. We had Luke Perry die earlier. It's not a uh, it's not a good week for heartthrobs. It's not that Alex Trebek's a heartthrob. I'm sure somebody, I think my grandmother's. I think she gets a little excited when she sees Anyway, whatever. 855-765. This theme is so 80s, by the way. It's just, it's just sound, it's so synthesized. Synthesized. It's crazy. Anyway, 855-765-1045. RIP. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent. So we're getting a lot of, there's a lot of random open mics today, uh, but it's kind of like a random Friday. We have people uh, commenting about Paul Manafort and, you know, him going to prison for 47 months. Uh, attorney's job right now for the client is to get him as little time as possible. And I'm pretty sure they both know a pardon would be a lot less time than uh, the time sentenced by the courts. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about the part. And, I've, and a lot of people have asked about that, too, because, uh, you know, Paul Manafort it did not turn on Donald Trump. Paul Manafort did not say anything bad about Donald Trump. Paul Manafort did not. Uh, you know, turn state's evidence. And again, one of the big reasons for that is probably because there was no evidence for him to turn. I mean, that's the other thing. people are like, why won't Paul Manafort flip on the president? Well, when you don't have any evidence, you can't just make stuff up. 
You know, and they, and they accused him of lying and this and that. And, of course, all of the charges they brought against Paul Manafort are for his personal misdealings with money and taxes and whatnot. He didn't do anything illegal in the campaign. He was barely campaign manager. And it all has to go. Uh, it all has to go back to some of the things that he did when he was dealing with the Ukraine, which is, of course, right there next to Russia. And that's why everybody was everybody was trying to tie the two together. But there was nothing at all to tie to Paul Manafort, and that's why the judge said, look, this is ridiculous. The the 27 years or whatever it was that, that, that Mueller recommended for Paul Manafort was reduced to 47 months plus time served. That's not even two years. You know, if you think about it, Donald Trump, let's see, in 47 months, will Donald Trump still be president? Two years, season 20, yeah, probably he'll just be he'll just be wrapping up his first term. So when he wins, yes. But it's enough time for Paul Manafort to serve his term. He won't even need a presidential pardon. He won't even need a presidential pardon. And if, God forbid, Donald Trump does not win re-election, he'll get one a few months early, I guarantee, because he did not turn the way Michael Cohen did. And that's, you know, and that has, and Michael Cohen, by the way, I don't know if you, we didn't get a chance to report this yesterday, but he literally lied to Congress again when he said, I never asked nor I never asked for, nor would I accept a presidential pardon. And his pres and his his uh, lawyer basically said that's not true. He asked a lawyer to ask about a presidential pardon. Well, asking someone to ask somebody, you know, blah blah, is still at like you know we saw my cousin's cousin's uncle's brother's girlfriend saw Ferris pass out of the Thirty One Flavors last night. Same damn thing. Okay, you're still asking for a pardon, and now you're lying about it to Congress, which shouldn't shock anybody because he's lied. But he's not a liar, as we all know. 855-765-1045. We've also got a lot of calls about, uh, we got a lot of calls about Joe Biden, who's entering the, um, the political campaign for president on the Democratic ticket next month in April. He said he's going to make up his mind, make up his decision, and probably formally declare his candidacy. Smoking Joe Biden, really? He can't even punch himself. Bro, live in the real world. He's not going to win. Bro, check it, bro. You're not going to win, dude. Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. That's I, you know, I don't look. I haven't talked to a lot of my Democratic friends because, well, they don't they don't they don't accept my phone calls. But I, I, I'm going to have to start walking around. I'm going to have to start saying, look, who do you really like? Who do you? In fact, I'm going to go down the hall here in just a minute because there's a couple that work at some of the other uh, music stations. And I'm going to say, hey, who do you like in 2020? And I know what's going to happen. First of all, I guarantee they probably only three of them will know who's running in 2020. And of those three, I guess Bernie Sanders is probably going to get all the vote. That's my guess. In fact, I remember in the last election, we did that. We pulled in this girl that works here. I brought her onto the show. I was filling in for Herman one day. And I brought her. She was 20-something. And I said, hey, who are you voting for for president? She said, Hillary Clinton. And I said, why? She said, because I'm a Democrat and she's a Democrat. And I said, who else is running as a Democrat? And she goes, I don't know. I'm going to quick break. I'll be right. I'm going to do that. I'll report back. It's the Mark K show on News 104.5 WOKV. Stay tuned. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. The rumors are that Ripley is running on the Democratic ticket for president. As far as I'm concerned, that would be the front runner. Yeah, you know what's so funny is I just said I was going to, I said, look, I'm going to go, 
Uh, I said I was going to walk out. I'm going to find some Democrats. I'm going to ask them who the front runner is for office. I couldn't find it. They're all apparently at lunch. Or they walked out to, to protest climate change. I'm not sure which one it is. Um, I found one guy. I wasn't really sure of his political affiliation. But when I asked him who was going to um, be the presidential front runner in 2020, he said Pocahontas. So I don't know if he just he may not have been he may not have been taking me seriously. This is the Marque Show, by the way, 855-765-1045. A uh, little bit of late breaking local news. It's Friday. Yeah, we want to make sure you knew that. And then also, uh, we've got some What the Bleep coming up. I know what you're thinking. Wait, What the Bleep? You usually do that on Thursday. And we do try to do that. You know, so studies have shown um, that if you do something in the regular time, at the regular place, people are more comfortable with it. And, and this is something, you know, I talk to, um, I do a lot of, I do a lot of uh, like social media stuff. And people are always asking my opinion. And I teach classes. You know, I do like, I, I get bored easily. So, I do a bunch of crap. Uh, but basically, someone was asking me the other day about Alex Trebek and why is he so famous and how did he become such an icon? And basically, the reason is he showed up every day and did the same damn thing for 30 years. There's no way that he's not going to be imprinted on the fabric of your of your life. And, you know, that's that's the that's the reason why people uh, that's the reason why people get ahead. For example, um, you know, politicians, the ones that are there forever. It's it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. The longer you can survive, the longer you will survive because people just get comfortable with you. They're like, oh, you know, he's my senator. She's my senator. She's my congressperson. He's my president. Hey, you know what? I'm comfortable. You know, I, I know it's the evil that we know, not the evil we don't know, that kind of thing. Right. And radio stations are the same way. You know, that's like you listen to people. Rush Limbaugh is a perfect example. He's been doing this for, what, 30 some odd years 36 or I don't want to make him older than he than he is. He gets really angry. But uh, but uh, but, you know, that's the thing. You do the same thing. You show up every single day and you ask the people what they want and you give it to them. And and then the, the next thing you know, you're Alex Trebek and you're 78 and the whole world is praying for you because uh, because you've become a part of everyone's life. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. So where was I? Oh yeah. So what the hell does that have to do with what the bleep? We were going to do it yesterday, but because of Alex Trebek, uh, we we decided to pay honor to him um, and send out some good vibes. We played Jeopardy, which I have to tell you, while I was playing it, was really kind of I thought this was a debacle. But when I went back and listened to it, it was really kind of exciting. It was really it, 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 a good time was had by all. Uh, so I, I really kind of enjoyed that. We may have to actually have to put that into the rotation, into the game rotation. But since we'd already planned on doing what the bleep and we had everything bleeped out and because I promised all the people on the Jimmy Hill campaign who listen to this show religiously and call in. For, in fact, I'm surprised they're not all on the line. I'm surprised they're not. We haven't had one Jimmy Hill campaign call today, which is weird, which is weird because I don't know. Maybe they got the maybe they saw the latest polling data and they're like, oh, screw it. We'll just stop calling. But uh, but either way, we've got uh, we've got some of the some some great clips from the from the mayoral debate. We've got some great Donald Trump clips. We've got some clips from CNN. We've got a bunch of stuff prepared. And since we already prepared that, and since it's one of our favorite things, we didn't want to go uh, away for the weekend without wet the bleep. So that's coming up here. In just a few minutes. Uh, so if you want to play, don't don't go anywhere. We'll tell you we'll tell you when to call. Uh, but, you know, the but the interesting thing, again, about this climate change walkout is what is the purpose? Like, if you really want to solve climate change, if you really are concerned and I don't I don't doubt that there aren't people that aren't concerned. In fact, I just read a story the other day. I wish I had it here. There is a paper that some professor wrote somewhere. Some professor wrote a, a devastating account of the of the climate. And the future of the earth and what's going to happen if we don't change our evil anti-climate ways. And, you know, if we don't start reversing these negative trends and if we don't embrace uh, the aspects of the Green New Deal, this is what the world's going to look like. And it was so scary and it was so devastating, this report, just a paper, that some people had to seek out therapy. 
because they were so upset and they were so devastated and they felt so like inside their core, they just collapsed and they weren't able to function because of the climate change and what's going to happen to this planet. And if that's you, if you feel that way, if you're so devastated by it, then I'm not really sure what standing up and getting out and walking out of school is going to do to change anything. I don't understand what uh, what writing up a Green New Deal where uh, basically what happens is your Green New Deal. What's going to happen is you are going to you are with your Green New Deal. You're basically going to tear down every single building. You're going to get rid of all the airplanes. And to what end? I mean, what 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 happens when you do that? How does that help? How does that positively affect the climate? How does it change all this negativity? How does it make you sleep better at night just by getting up and walking out of school? Don't you actually have to take some kind of action? Don't you have to inspire action? Is that going to inspire other people? How do you how by doing nothing do you actually do something? Shouldn't you stay in school and study the climate and study the environment and study the earth and study all these things that eventually that are going to help out in the long run. All of these things that are going to that are going to make a difference in the end. Instead of just saying, "Hey, you know what? Free lunch, free free day off of school. Let's go hang at the let's go to the beach and Brendan, you know, enjoy the climate while we still have it." 855-765-1045 is the number. This is planned again for next Friday internationally, an international climate strike. Now, here again in Duval County is not going to affect us cuz the kids they're out of school. St. John's County, their kids out of school on Friday. Uh, the other Josh still putting together that list of all the other counties that in the listing area to find out who's in school, who's not in school. We had a kid call from Pennsylvania right outside of Philly. He goes, I'm in school. I'm going to stay in school. I'm not walking out. That's done. He said, hell no, I'm not walking out. That's stupid. So I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And the question is, will it inspire any kind of actual change? What will it do? Will the Green New Deal actually inspire any kind of change? And is there any kind of change that we can actually do anything about? I mean, what is it that we can possibly control? What is it that's that's out of our uh, that's within our realm? People always say we've already destroyed this. We've already done that. Well, okay, we've destroyed it. Do we have the power to undo it in your in your opinion? Or is it just gone forever? 855-765-1045. We're going to find out next week uh, because, like I said, during the show is when this thing's planned for. Um, and we'll see if anybody's walking out anywhere. In the meantime, we have uh, a Mark K. Show prize pack with some WOKV swag. And we're going to give it away to whoever wins What the Bleep. It's coming up. So give us a buzz if you want to play. Star Star 951. It's next on the Mark K. Show. <laughs> This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045 or Star Star 1045 if you're trying to get through. We uh, have some techno- technical difficulties with our bleeper. Apparently our bleeper is bleeping busted. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work on that. And you know, it's just it's just like it's like you know, it's typical. It's it's one of those weeks. Yep, you guys are experiencing technical difficulties. Yeah, I know, don't tell me the half of it. Mostly operator error, but whatever. Um eight five five seven six five one oh four five is our number. We do have some open mic messages while we try to uh, repair our, our bleep and bleeper. Um in the meantime you can also you can also too chime in. If your kids are in school next week and they're planning on taking off or walking out rather for 
before this big climate strike. Mark K., you put a smile on my face every day. If anyone deserves a award, it is you, brother. Oh, that is so sweet. Thank you so much. Kids are dumb. Yep. Indeed. <laughs> Mark, how are those kids going to walk out of school if they're on break? Yeah, that's a, that's the big problem is that this was a, a poorly planned protest. Uh, because you, if you're planning a protest, don't do it when the kids are away, you know, partying at the beach. I can guarantee you they're not doing it to protest. They're doing it to get out of class. Anything to get out of class. There was another protest. I wanted, Was it the gun wall? I think it was the last time there was a school shooting. Yeah, and it was it was the one here in uh, Parkland, Florida at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. And there was a huge there was a huge national walkout. All the students walked out of class then. And I remember watching interviews with the kids. They were like, yeah, you know, we're just if we can get out of class. We're going to do it because you don't want to be the only one sitting in class. You know, do you? And and there was some other school where the teachers are like, look, we're not going to have any. We're not going to have the staff to stay in place. So you have to leave. Somebody called in and said, my kids were forced to leave because the teachers were leaving. And they said, we can't leave you in the school. Totally unattended. Maybe they maybe they planned spring break around the strike. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe the teachers were like, we're sick and tired of our kids walking out of school. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to do it the opposite way. We're going to we're going to find out when the strike is and then we'll plan spring break. 855-765-1045 is the number. In the meantime, with all this global warming, the weather is beautiful today and will be even nicer this afternoon. Enjoy the weather and have a wonderful Friday. Saturday's going to look good, too, so Sunday. I mean, that's the thing. If this is climate change, then I say bring on more of it. If this is what we get with climate change, if we're ruining the, the, the Earth's atmosphere, but we get these sunny skies and cool temps in March, I say let's have at it. You know, give me some more CFCs. Burn some more fossil fuels. Drive around a little bit more because whatever we're doing, it's working for us. 855-765-1045. Brian and Mandarin, how are you? So good. Oh, good, Brian. What do you want to say? Uh, the kids are being spoon-fed the new Green Deal, so they have no idea what they're walking out for or what's in it or anything about it. You said they're being spoon-fed the Green New Deal. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they pick out what they know. You doom and gloom, you're going to die. And don't say, you know, the, the key factors of what it really means and how much, you know, is full of, you know, poo. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Hey, thanks for that. Thanks for that. That's a good. That's a good. It's uh, a good. That's a good explanation. Uh, star Star one zero four five is the number. This is Jim in Jacksonville. Hey, Jim, how are you? Hey, Mark, I'm doing good. Uh, I was just telling your screener that uh, it's crazy. The Democrats want to lower the kids' uh, voting age to sixteen, and they can't even plan the proper day to get out of school. They want to plan a protest day on the day they're off anyway think about that is you that... imagine what happened they started voting yeah <laughs> well they also want hey think i'm gonna you look see you got the radio on there i'll tell you what the other thing is i mean they also want to make it a national holiday so that they would the I mean, which let's be honest if you're if you're a kid and you're going to walk out of school just because somebody's planning a climate change protest don't think that you're not going to be like election day hell yeah i'm taking off that tuesday i'm probably going to take off that monday too you make Election Day a national holiday, you're going to have fewer votes because people are going to take a long weekend. They're going to be traveling back on Tuesday and they're going to get home before the polls or after the polls close because their flights are delayed. You know, we talked all about that. But anytime if you're lowering the voting age and you're and you're making it a national holiday, you're doing it just to woo the younger voters. And is it is it any coincidence? You're right that they're that they're promoting protesting by high school students 
most of whom are not old enough to vote. They're promoting protests by high school students and and suggesting lowering the voting age to uh, to match the age of the kids who are going to be involved in this protest. I mean, it's definitely a coordinated effort. It has nothing to do with rights or civil rights or, you know, the rights of young voters to vote. It has to do with you know strengthening their numbers and strengthening their support. Uh, 855-765-1045. Um, is our number all right so listen we'll uh we'll try to do what the bleep next week i guess maybe we'll we'll hold sorry jimmy hill fans i know you guys are i promise you now i feel see now i feel really bad because every single day the jimmy hill fans all three of them call up and they and they ask to get on the air and they want to talk about it whatever we're talking about like i'm surprised none of them called in about this climate change issue and and you know kind of twisted it onto their candidate and i promised them i said look tomorrow your candidate's going to get the exposure he needs he's going to be prominently displayed i was even going to play him first on what the bleep and now of course of course we have We've got a bad bleeper, so we can't uh, we can't play today. But hopefully, we'll we'll get the engineering department to look in on it, and hopefully by Monday, by next Thursday, tops. Top, we'll be back. Well, hopefully, we'll be back in order. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the fantastic weather.